0: Hello to Care listeners. I just wanted to do this um, podcast just on communication and particularly focusing on um, communication between couples. And I thought it'd be good just to give a few um, general tools that you can reflect on and maybe think about how you communicate either just uh, on a general day-to-day level if you're single or also just in your relationship, how you feel communication is going. And I'm just going to give some quite fundamental, quite basic tools, which I always work on in my work with individuals and also with couples. Now, as a first point of reflection, it's good to think about different um, communication styles. Now, The one that is the admirable one and the one to be working towards is just what we call the adult communication style. And we say with this, it's words like assertive, it's honest, it's time appropriate, and it's expressing your wants and needs. And we actually say, yeah, that's the only empowered type. That's where we're able to follow this healthy and default we try to teach, which can seem a bit counterintuitive sometimes of actually having your yourself first and the relationship second because this means that then you're showing up as your fullest you okay you're expressing exactly you know what what's important to you how you'd like a relationship to be and your values and by doing this this helps for a healthy relationships so look that's what we're we're striving to we're striving to the adult communication And also with this, it's actually a self first and then relationship second. Now, the other form sometimes people or everyone even can drop into, there's the child communication. And this is whereas we're more being passive and our needs are just not being met. So this is when maybe someone's doing something to us or there's something that is really bothering us, but we're just pretending this is actually okay and that's a disempowered communication style okay so that can be something to to reflect on is that is that something you're doing are you mainly an adult or is there a bit of child occurring there then the other one which we actually say is a bit of a flip of the child communication is what we say is parent communication now this isn't like being a, a parent to to a child or well, it kind of is, we, but we're talking about here in just a relationship dynamic between two equals and being the, the parent, it's when we're being, we're being aggressive, we're being dominating, and we're actually just ignoring the the rights of the other person. And often when someone's more behaving this way, we say that actually flips because the person actually feels somehow disempowered and insecure on the inside. So we say the parent and the child, they're kind of opposites, but but in some way they're the same. So have a reflect on those, and then it can just be something to think about. Again, the, the adult communication, it's, it's assertive, it's honest, it's time appropriate, and it's expressing your wants and needs. Now, to expand on that a little bit, I also want to say that the admirable thing we're working towards in a, in a relationship, in romantic or any healthy relationships, is what we say is an H shape. So if you think of the letter H, and I had to think of it, it's like two solid people. They kind of know themselves, they're aware of their own wants and needs. And I think maybe the bridge in the middle of the H, in this case, could be empathy. That ability just to connect and uh, be with the other person. And, and I guess what we're actually wanting to do is to be ourselves communicate like a, an adult and then throughout a kind of negotiation and having a vision together something we're we're working towards then almost it's like that the relationship obviously becomes more than the sum of its parts it becomes more than who you would both be individually now when i work with couples what's often happened is we've got into more what we would say is in a shape and I think this is then then best described, whereas the two people don't actually have a real solid enough grip on themselves. They're um, you know, maybe they've got some leftover things. It could be from childhood or from different experiences, and their communication is more based on what we say is that the, the parent style, this like you know, aggressive and it's it's dominating, and maybe that mix with um on a level of child communication so when more being passive and our needs not being met so maybe just have a reflect around and think about your romantic relationship you're in or maybe just how you're showing up in how you communicate and then this could be just something to think about as to you know can your communication become more empowered now this is a very big and broad subject. It has lots of depth to it and lots of intricacies, which are going to be beyond the the scope of this particular podcast episode. But I just think it's a nice point of reflection, just to think about if you're showing up in the adult space, and then if you're not, that can also be a good point of reflection because we don't want to you know judge where if if you're not doing that we can then think, okay, well, what's this thing then occurring for you? You know, what goes on when, you know, something's happening and you feel you have to pretend something doesn't bother you? You have to pretend and go into this child space and be passive. Or what goes on when, you know, you're getting these maybe fits of anger and you, you know you just explode at um, something and you become all aggressive and dominating? What's the thing, like, that's actually going on there? And sometimes I find with couples is that when we can't actually both be in the adult-to-adult adult space, yet it can be sometimes this deeper content that's that's there and left over. And that can always be touched on a little bit in a couple's session, so people can see how, how the other person must really be going through something and be a bit more empathic while we kind of, I guess, try to strengthen this all out and both try to create a vision where we're showing up in this more adult-to-adult way and creating this eight shape. But what can also happen is if this thing is actually quite deep, there's a level of trauma or something experienced which just keeps recycling in the the relationship. This can be where there can be a tail off and that person actually doing a level of individual work. And as we're reflecting on this thing of just you know, the communication styles. And if you notice, and maybe you're not in a romantic relationship, but you're just, everyone communicates. I mean, we're always, no one's an island, everyone's always building relationships in some way. And if you're always in a more angry parent dominating space, or if you're always in a in a child space, maybe you could just take a few moments to reflect on, you know, why that may be. What is it that's coming up for you in this situation? Uh, does it actually remind you of something? and people often go back to even past childhood relationships with mum and dad and what was going on there and this can be a nice point just to you know go into and this is what we do in individual work we just look at um what's going on in our in our communication and the things that aren't working and then maybe that could be a space where there's some there's some healing work to do there and to to bring out maybe some of this pain from the past What I'll add on this too, because we're talking about communication and couples, I'll again, it's a big broad subject, but I'll, I'll just give a few of the uh, generalities. So we've got the, you know, parent, adult, and child communication for you to think about, and the idea of how building an eight-shaped relationship—that's the good, admirable one, you yeah, the one we strive for—and I, and I always say with that, we can never just control the other person, so you know, all we can do is when when we're looking to stand up straight and be our truest selves, which sometimes people need therapy and support for, it does at least show the truth of the relationship. And sometimes relationships do just end. If someone's not willing to deal with their own issues, then the relationship becomes more minimal or sometimes just dissolves. But when I, when I work with couples, it's always good to bring out a vision of where you're both heading. Sometimes we can get hung up or people get hung up on you know, things that maybe have occurred in the past. And, and I'm, I'm not saying they're not important. Maybe someone really needs an apology for a certain thing, for a relationship or on some level to, to continue. But when we have a, a vision of what we both want, that can become the driving force. We're looking to really get here and to create this something new. And it usually obviously involves, a, at least if the past has been destructive, some level of a future with adult-to-adult communication. And some nice things to 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 bring out, I find these this little uh, simple but quite fundamental uh, tips is an exploration of love languages. And there's a lovely test online. There's also a book. And if you just type in the five love languages, you can find out how you like to receive love. And that usually is... It's often the same as how we typically try to give it. That That's more for another type of, of conversation. But the important thing, if you want to have a play with this, is just as an esteem thing for yourself, maybe exploring what your love language is. That's how you like to receive love, how you feel fueled up. And if you're in a relationship, how they like to receive love. And then this can be a forum of, just you know discussion and you know about maybe what's been working and what's not working in your relationship and what you might like to have more of both personally and maybe you can even think about how you can maybe offer more and to the partner sometimes I ask you know what I know opening partners are both trying to give a lot but what what's an extra thing you can maybe give following our our discussion that you brought to the session Another thing, another play we sometimes have is uh, the idea of a ratio of compliments versus criticisms, and there was an idea by a statistician who became a, a couples therapist, and he got the idea or the statistic that of having a ratio of five compliments versus one criticism. Now, this obviously can't be faked, otherwise, you know, it wouldn't be natural, but. Often when people come to me, things have got a bit into a bit of an A-shape, you know, a bit eroded in, in different ways. And just to really bring this to mind, because when people choose to work on themselves, well, hey, they want to do something. They want something to change. So it shows usually there's a level of love still there, of wanting to create a new vision and hopefully improve communication. So maybe just applying this or letting it be some food for thought about your compliments versus criticism ratio and this was studied like a five to one is just sustainable but obviously as much as you can to to work with that and increase the positive more affirming things i guess the better okay so i hope it's this has given you something new just a few fundamentals i'll I'll just do a quick recap for you to have a reflect we've got the idea of trying to build h-shaped relationships while importantly keeping in an adult communications state and no- noticing when or if you go into like the parent state, which is more aggressive and dominating, or if you go into child, which is more passive and your needs are not being that, And the importance here of creating a vision and uh, maybe of where you're both heading if you're in a relationship. And also if, if you really notice, maybe you're single or in a relationship now, and notice if you have a lot of times when you slip into parent and child, What is actually going on underneath that? And again, that could be an access point for maybe some individual work. So at the very least, you're going to start standing stronger on your side of a potential H, and then building yourself up more and then making you more rewarding relationships. And again, those things I wanted to mention, the, the love languages. So you can simply explore that online, the languages of love and what yours is. And also, looking if you're in a relationship to try to have at least a five to one ratio of compliments versus criticisms. Okay, that's all for now, and wishing you a great week. Bye bye.